Hey everyone, this is Ryan Wolt. Welcome to the Cheers North County podcast presented by the Coast News Group. Thanks for being here for today's show. My guest today is Ryan Brown. He's the territory sales manager for Athletic Brewing Company. Athletic Brewing is unique in that they make non-alcoholic craft beer. You might have noticed the rising popularity of non-alcoholic beer lately, and these guys are at least partly to credit for having a few more options that won't get you tipsy. Ryan Brown is the guy responsible for getting Athletic's beer into our local SoCal marketplace. And we talk about what inspired the company, about the beer itself, and how he ended up there at Athletic Brewing. If you want to check out their various brews, not to mention their outdoor-inspired ethos, head to athleticbrewing.com while I tell you about our awesome Cheers podcast sponsor, Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad. Casa de Bandini makes excellent Mexican food that you should have in your belly. I rarely find a moment that couldn't be made a little bit better with one of their tamales or burritos. Go to casadebandini.com to see their full menu, which is available for pickup delivery and, once again, outdoor dining. Plus, the Coast News is giving away $50 gift cards to the restaurant. Just follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini on Instagram, and then like, share, and tag your friends as soon as you see that giveaway post in your feed. While you're listening to this show, please take a moment to multitask and head over to all of the Coast News social media accounts, and then check out thecoastnews.com to read the latest Cheers North County column. I'll be sure to put all of those links in this episode's notes. And be sure to fill your glass, because now it's time for the show. says it's recording <laughs> that's a good sign. oh yep i see i see audio we're we're good to go boom boom well I, yeah I, I appreciate your comment on the beard it's uh stuck to my face there's not much i could do about it i did a, a comparison of how much beer i could sell with a long beard and a short beard to see if it really made a difference and i got a little bit more street cred i had to say less things at an account to sell the beer in really that's interesting yeah, they look at the beard and they're like, wait a second, this guy knows what's going on. I will say <laughs> that I've had I've had people attribute like more beer intelligence to me than maybe I have because of the beard. Mm-hmm. The one time I fully shaved it off was seven, eight years ago at a place in Pittsburgh I was working at. And I didn't tell anyone, I just came in with a clean shaven face and it was like nobody listen to me anymore they just looked at me like you don't really don't know what we just assumed you knew what you're talking about you clearly don't and uh i had to grow it back i appreciate you joining me uh on the cheers north county podcast for the record everyone this is ryan brown from athletic brewing company this show is not live so he and i are just hanging out having a conversation I was excited to talk to you just about what you do. I tried to get some of your beer today to drink, and every place I tried up here in North County was either sold out or they couldn't get me a pickup today. So I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer, but it's one of your competitors. So I think that's a good sign for you. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit just about what Athletic Brewing Company is and how it's different from a traditional brewing company and and about the rising popularity of what you guys are doing of craft non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, being somewhat new to San Diego, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. So, um, and, and also call this area our home market, one of our two home markets. So, 
uh, that's another pleasure to be embraced by the San Diego community in general. So again, thanks for that. But yeah, so um, Athletic Brewing Company, we're kind of an you know out of the box uh, brewing company who is right now making uh, non-alcoholic craft beers. The thing that really separates us is that we have a proprietary way that we're actually making our beer. I think the most interesting thing that is always brought up to me is that if it, somebody knows how to make beer, it's actually extremely difficult to do what we're doing and do it well. And so I'm constantly having people ask me, how is it done? And, you know, it's, it's people's natural curiosity. And, you know, I always answer them. I said, well, you know, I signed a massive NDA <laughs> and they don't tell me how it's done. So I don't know. The brewers don't, nobody knows, <laughs> nobody knows. Well, that was, that was my next, that was the only question I had for this whole show. I mean, it's been great chatting yeah. with you, but yeah, if you're not going to give me your secrets, then what's the point of this? I mean, I could draw some X and O's on the wall and like draw some lines and be like, maybe this is how it's done. But you know, it, it's yeah. And, and I even have a friend who's the head brewer. I, I knew before we both got into this job and I was like, well, he'll tell me. And you know, they're like, Hey Ryan, here's your contract. You're hired. I called him and he's like, I can't tell you. So, you know, it, it strained our relationship right out of the gate. And now, <laughs> now we're good friends. But I was like, wow, you really can't tell me. The idea is that it's beer that doesn't have alcohol in it. And we just don't know how they create a beer that tastes like a beer and either remove the alcohol or make it without the alcohol. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fully fermented. So we're, we're literally producing beer. We're just getting it up to that. 0.5% and then we call it a day. So, I mean, we're doing everything. We're using all the same ingredients, water, hops, grains, you know, adjuncts. If we, if we make something fun, like we made a pumpkin beer in the wintertime, pumpkin porter. So, I mean, we're, we're using all the same ingredients. It's just, you know, there's, they always describe it as this, you know, 12 to 13 step process of just little minute changes that, that really separate us uh, from the competition. Now I'm imagining that like they send you all home for the day and then like an evil scientist comes out and there's like a spotlight on the brew tank and he does something to it. And all of a sudden you have non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer. Uh, and you guys have a bunch of them. I mean, just, I mean, there's a brown, there's a, a cerveza uh, atletica, which I'm assuming is like a lager, a uh, stout, a golden ale and an IPA, which I think is probably the thing that people will judge you on the most. It's what I have in my shopping cart to pick up tomorrow. <laughs> Because that's the thing that everyone goes, well, how do you make an IPA that's not alcoholic? And, and, and so you guys are trying to do that. How, how did these guys get, get the idea to start this? This feels like non-alcoholic beer in general feels like it's just been the same thing for decades. You had, you know, O'Doul's, you had Beck's, you know, Buckler, Klausthaler. I always had Klausthaler at the bars that I ran because it was the one that tasted the least offensive to my to my palate, although everyone's different. No offense to the other yeah. non-alcoholic beers out there. But this is yeah. something kind of totally different. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you just said. I mean, you know, we we were dealing with inferior product in a modern environment where, you know, craft beer is so advanced now that we, you know, the owner of our company was just, he didn't want, he, he's calling it, you know, uh, traditionally non-alcoholic beer was a penalty box beer. You know, you 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 had an issue, or or like you know, it was the only thing you could have from not ordering on the child's menu, you know, at a restaurant. And so, 
out of necessity that he was looking around and there was just nothing available, he thought there's, there's gotta be another way. There's gotta be something, you know, to figure out. And so he basically called around to 200 different breweries and he got 199 no's. And finally one brewer was like, there's, there's some validation here. And for, for the, the best visual representation, they got a huge warehouse and they set up a homebrew shop inside of our homebrew setup as small as it could be. And David and Goliath, if you will, situation. And they just went through a hundred different variations until they found something that worked and they parlayed that into what is now athletic brewing. And I don't, yeah, I don't mean to be disbelieving, but this isn't like a Seinfeld situation where there was fat free yogurt that wasn't fat free, right? <laughs> We're not going to drink these and then, you know, blow 0.8% at, uh, you know, when we get pulled over later. I mean, I, I've tried to drink 12 in a row to see what happens. And my, <laughs> my family doesn't get mad at me. So I think that's the barometer of that. Like, uh, this is a real <laughs> tried and true product for sure. So since athletic has been around, it was around on the East coast first mm-hmm. and then moved here, uh, added a second kind of, uh, a brew house here in San Diego area in was early last year. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right at the beginning of the year. Right at the beginning of the year, just like like so many people that started things right before the pandemic had a real interesting year. But I feel like even in the in the the one year that you've been here on the West Coast, there's been a proliferation of people seeing what you're doing and jumping into that industry. Just just for fun, I went on um, a Bevmo shopping cart, Bevmo shopping online. There was 19 different brands offering a non-alcoholic beer and five that you would consider craft brands. Do you think, is that a response to what you guys are doing? Is it just that the time was right and a bunch of people had this idea at the same time? You know, why the proliferation now? You know, I think one, it's a, it's driven, it's a consumer demand, first of all. And, you know, two, it has to do a lot with the times that we're in. And three, you know, our success is kind of paving the way for other people which, you know, that's what craft beer is about. It's, it's about, you know, um, all tides, you know, our tides raise all ships is the saying. And a lot of the guys who work in other non-alcoholic craft breweries or, you know, uh, you know, people who are making the spirits that have no alcohol, they're always coming to me and saying like, I appreciate what you guys are doing. It's helping us and, and vice versa. So, you know, I think that that's really what it is, is there's a consumer base that no one knew about. And a lot of these big companies just don't look into. They know it's kind of kind of like looming it below. And now that we've kind of had a proof of concept, everyone is is jumping on because, you know, if you look at the modern day craft beer sales, I mean they're they're stagnant. It's a flat base. There's there's just no more growth really happening uh, from that sector. And so some of these companies where they're, you know, investing millions of dollars, they're looking for another consumer base to hold on to. And and this is one of them. Yeah. I can think of a lot of reasons why people would, I used to stock it in the bars that I'd run specifically because I would often have older gentlemen who would come in who couldn't take it because they were on some sort of heart medication that they wanted to sit and just have a beer at the bar. Like maybe they would have before. And then that led into other things. I'm actually in the middle of, I just, I was going to go a whole week without drinking alcohol which is unusual for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more of a one or two cocktails, you know, kind of guy. 
and I, but all week I was kind of missing just that tradition of, of having, a, you know, a beer in the afternoon with my wife or on a Thursday, if, you know, something was going on. And so having a non-alcoholic option would, would really make a difference. I think I was reading on the, reading somewhere else about you guys, the, the idea that, you know, you could be active or you could be out with your friends and maybe you have a beer and then you have a few non-alcoholic beers just because of the social aspect as well. I, I think it was just an idea that I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense where it was this, this opportunity where before you didn't really feel like you had an option because your non-alcoholic options didn't taste very good. And so maybe Absolutely. I wanted to stay for another half hour, 45 minutes, but either I left because I didn't want to have another beer or I had another beer and then I got a ride home or, you know, made a bad decision, which hopefully you know, nobody is out there doing. You, it's not often that I meet someone who has varied a career path as I do. I think you come pretty close just from <laughs> my little the mini dive I took into you, I mean, I saw that you kind of got your start in music. You were in the music industry for a bit. You went into sales and coffee and real estate. You've got some eBay company out there. You're in tech. You did this four-year stint at Sierra Nevada. You're a licensed wedding assistant, it says on your LinkedIn profile. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm wondering what, how did you get, how did you end up here? How did you end up with this company and in beer and you know, how did you, what's your origin story as we go through to become, you know, Ryan Brown sales athletic group? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm the quintessential reinvent yourself kind of guy, you know, where I'd have to go into a, a, an interview for a completely new position and try to spin my original story into something that was relevant to some company that had no relevance with any of my training. And I guess that I, I did it well enough that, you know, I, I kind of have, seen a little bit of everything, but I've just been always somebody that's kind of, you know, chased after things that I'm really passionate about and believe in. And, you know, when a company sees somebody like that, it's just really contagious to want to hire them because you can just really see them doing sales or being a part of that company. And I think that's just kind of been a benefit to myself really of, of like why, you know, I've, I've joined each one of these companies, but you know, not to bore everybody with the details, but the reason I really got into athletic is, you know, my time with in the craft beer business, you know, I was with one of the leading craft beer suppliers in the world, if if you will, who really started this game. And just the camaraderie and and love that 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 it's felt within that in the community is just so overwhelming. And it, it's so much bigger than the job. It's so much bigger than the day to day life that you know, when I left there, because I stopped drinking, I, I just constantly was searching that I was searching that for another, you know, what is it three or four years. And so that's, you know, why I, I got into tech, I got into coffee, it's like, my coffee was like my, my foot in the door of like, hey, how do I get back into the beverage business, where there's this, you know, love and appreciation for the outdoors, for mother nature, for the product that it provides to create this wonderful product. And, and then just like the, the, you know, the gratitude and thanks and love for the product that your customers are always bringing to you. And I just was always looking for that. And it just no, no job since that point really, really brought that. And when these guys came about, I was like, this is it. This is absolutely it. I mean, we're literally doing what people did with craft beer. I mean, they started from nothing. They got laughed at when they went at the bars, you know, and, and that's what's happening. It's like, we're, we're completely redefining a space still under the same umbrella, 
But, you know, I literally every day I go out there, I'm like, I feel like, you know, how Ken Grossman felt when he made his first trip to the Bay Area to try to sell pale ale. Like people thought he was out of his mind. Like you're not going to, you know, what is this sap coming from a tree? And, you know, now it's the best selling beer in the world and or craft beer in the world. And and so that's how I feel we're we're kind of, you know, similar in that path. It's like no one's done this and and we're we have the same ethics. You know, it's it's about our customers. It's about the product and it's about the employees. And those are the buckets that run this company. And it's nothing, it's as complicated or as simple as you want to make it that that's what the leadership of our team cares about is that. And so to me, it's just really prideful to work for a company that, you know, not only cares about us, but also cares about all these different initiatives that, um, you know, really make a, a difference to not only us, but also to the community at large. Sure. And when you were saying Ken Grossman, for anyone listening, Sierra Nevada. Yes. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. There yes. was a time when people didn't know what that was or think that it was going to be the next thing. There were people that laughed in Ken Grossman's face and said, this is never going to go anywhere. But uh, clearly they were wrong. Right. You just talked about uh, or just mentioned briefly about things that, you know, the employees in the community believe in. Can you tell me a little bit about Two for the Trails, uh, which I believe is your revenue give back program? Yeah, absolutely. So 2% of all of our sales go back into our two for the sales, our two for the trails program. And that's a hard coded program since day one that as a, a territory manager of our uh, a given territory, we get to actually choose that said program. So, you know, it's different for everybody in all different areas. Some of them, it's just, you know, a, a running group that does trail work. For me, I'm a passionate mountain biker. And when I first got here, I, I latched on to the San Diego Mountain Bike Association and, you know, they were leading free classes that just, you know, would allow you to, you know, ride with them out in the park and just train. It, it wasn't like, you know, any significant ride, but it was just a healthy, fun time with great people. And, and to me, that means a lot that these people are out here just donating their time for, for anybody. And so I reached out to them and I said, Hey, you know, I know you guys love beer and, and this is what we're doing. And they're like, this is a great thing. And and so we we did a, a partnership with them. And we're actually about to schedule a, a trail work day coming up here in about a month where we actually get a, a, a day off from from work on a on a weekday. And we're going to go out and, and work on the trails up in uh, North County. So it's it's something that we are actually, again, hard coded. And, and it's part of our values that, you know, we get a paid day off to go help out and, and do trail work. Yeah, very cool. And the San Diego Mountain Bike Association, it, what Susie Murphy has done with that group is really incredible. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the hardest working people I've ever met and just gets things done. I mean, she's a person who just, she she loves her job, but she gets things done. You guys also have a line of seltzers coming out or out called Day Pack, which I am assuming you're making like a, a form of flavored seltzers and not making an alcoholic seltzer and then taking the alcohol out. That would seem like an odd step. But why why <laughs> double down on a on a new product that you know would arguably compete with your own product that has a little bit of a different branding to it? And I mean, and I ask because you guys have have had such a, a I want to say growth tra- trajectory, but that's probably not the right term. I feel like you you came in early last year and all of a sudden you were everywhere. Why do something else? Why not continue just pushing that one thing out there? 
I, I think, you know, that's a really good question. And, and you know, for us as a, a brewing company, we're not your traditional soapbox brewing company. So, you know, for instance, when I was in the interview process, you know, they mentioned to me, they're like, you know, I said, oh, hey, I love coffee. And they're like, oh, we might try to roast coffee. And I was like, wow, okay. Uh, should I get ready? Should I start preparing myself? Like, what, what do we do? And I think for us, you know, it's just about what our customers are looking for. I mean, you know, we are already a, a low calorie, non-alcoholic beer. Some people don't necessarily want a beer all the time. They don't necessarily want the calories or the carbs. So what's the next logical thing to do? Make a hopped carbonated seltzer that allows people to, you know, partake in those if they don't want to have a non-alcoholic beer. So I think for us, a lot of it's just testing the waters, testing the market, seeing what customers want, what they don't want. Because we have such a great online presence and we have, you know, a huge community that just shops online that we're able to just test products out just to kind of see like, you know, what's going on? What do you guys think? How is this? And and we actually will take direct feedback from our customers, you know, send them a survey. What did you like? What did you not like? And, you know, I've seen the brew team take that stuff and go back and reformulate something and, and try again. And, and so it, it's just one of those things where, you know, we're just, we're taking an already, you know, prolific fan base and just giving them more of what they want and asking them, hey, you know, what else are you guys looking for? And taking that feedback so, you know, that we're just not a closed door company. Very cool, man. And we're kind of coming up close to time here. Is Did I miss anything? Was there anything about, about you or about Athletic that we should talk about that I didn't get to? Nothing. I mean, we have, you know, we have a lot of really fun projects in the works right now. If you currently are listening to this and we're not in your state, definitely check online. You can order us online, athleticbrewing.com. And that's a great way to try us out. If you ever have a local, you know, bar, I would always say, you know, ask the bartender, talk to the manager, have those conversations with them. Definitely makes my job a lot easier every time I walk in, if they've already asked about me, because then I don't have to do a lot of work. (laughs) Sometimes it's a big uphill battle, but uh, yeah, I would just say, you know, um, I definitely appreciate all the support out there and um, I appreciate being on here today. And if you guys ever have any questions, always feel free to reach out and definitely check out athleticbrewing.com. For sure. I, you, I want to just circle back real quick before you go, which is you had mentioned that you had a large online, you know, base of people who are purchasing and ordering online, which I'm assuming is in part because of the pandemic. It's why I order online now. Do you think some of that would be possible if there wasn't a pandemic? Not saying we want a pandemic, but an entire swath of people has has kind of transferred their shopping from in-person to the internet for things like groceries or beer, things that they wouldn't have maybe done before. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think pandemic or not, it, it was the growth is there. I mean, you know, we're only distributed in, I think, 20 to 25 states currently. And oh, that's that it? allows... Yeah, yeah, that that allows you know uh, everyone else who who is not allowed to get us yet to have us, and you know I think to when you go direct to consumer, it, it's a lot different, and you have kind of more of a, a direct touch point. So we leave personal notes and stickers and postcards and all kinds of fun stuff, and and it, again, it it also builds a whole other community. And again, you know, just bringing those people in and having special releases, all of our special releases only can go online. So 
I would say there's about another 30 to 40 beers that we release a year that you can't find anywhere but online. And so that's what I think a lot of uh, our consumer base also comes from is just people who want limited beers that they can't find anywhere else. And, and there's so much fun stuff that we do on there. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah, I think I think a while back when we were chatting, you mentioned there might be a coffee beer coming out, which would be something I'd be excited about. Yeah, absolutely. We are doing a coffee beer. Actually, I just got out of a meeting with a very prominent coffee company here in San Diego uh, into working on a very special project together. So I'm really excited about getting that going. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're coming out with some, some great coffee products. So Very cool. Well, I appreciate you being on the show and uh, cheers, man. Thanks, Ryan. Cheers. I appreciate it. A big cheers to Mr. Ryan Brown for being here today. Athletic Brewing has a ton of stuff going on. Check out their website, athleticbrewing.com, to learn more about their beer. And be sure to check out their Two for the Trails Revenue Giveback program, including support for the San Diego Mountain Biking Association. Plus, you can read about their company values, check out their athlete ambassadors, and, oh yeah, order some beer. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cheers North County podcast. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening and joining me for another happy hour. Don't forget to read the Cheers North County column on thecoastnews.com and to follow at Coast News on Instagram so you can win one of those Casa de Bandini gift cards. If I could win, I would get one of their famous margaritas. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating and review, preferably if you've enjoyed the show. It really helps people find a local show like this one, or you can help spread the word by sharing this podcast on your own social media. Just be sure to tag at Cheers North County and the Coast News Group. This episode of the Cheers North County podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is my editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and the publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Be well, stay healthy and sane, and keep living the dream. Cheers, everyone.